Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part two of our interview with Bama Joe here on Keeping It Gorilla. If you haven't listened to the first part, please take an opportunity to do that and then come back and listen to this one. Otherwise, here we go. So we were talking about before, um, <clears throat> so you interrupted uh bama what was what was she saying that you were trying to understand i was gonna uh enact a body positivity exercise oh okay well i'm interested got my attention both of you let's hear three things you can't stand about your body oh two things sure two um one, my man titties. Okay. No matter how hard I try and no matter what kind of shape I get into, I always have some form of man titties. Um, the, yeah. Right. It's exactly what it is. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, secondarily, it would probably be that my right testicle is smaller than my left one. And it always makes me feel weird. That's That's good examples. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I love it when the awkward silences are so organic. I mean, what did you expect? So fucking awkward. What do we say after that? I, I, I don't like that my middle toe is longer than my little toe. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> Your turn, Bama. So mine is, uh, I don't like, Lord, I can name more than two. Um, I don't like the pudge at the bottom of my stomach. Like, it doesn't matter how much weight I lose. I never lose it there. I'll lose it everywhere else but there. So, like, under my rib cage will be super small, but my belly still has a pudge. And another thing for me is, (laughs) well, Pops brought up testicles. I can't top that. But I would say my boobs. Because having two kids, they don't perk up like they used to. It's okay. I can teach you how to perk them up. Mine are naturally perky now, and it's just comfortable. I mean, I, I, I can, I, I'll take the advice. That's like super understandable. Both of them, especially Bama's things. So now each of you, five things that you love about your. I'm sorry. Uh, I had a Cheatham County education, uh, so I don't know how to count to five. <laughs> um, I love my hair. Okay. My ears. Because they're yeah. sexy. Yeah. My eyes. Whoa. Um, I've always had really good teeth. Hey. And which, which, hold on, which is super rare in Alabama. I just want to throw that oh out there. Oh, my God. It's I'm not sorry. as rare as you think. It's not as rare as you think, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not you in the say that. Listen, you say that about everything I say about Alabama. I don't think you really fucking live in Alabama. Do you, have I you ever been I, to Alabama? Yes. You're breaking the positivity streak. I'm sorry. What parts sorry. have you been to? Is my question. Like what? Uh, what parts was, of Alabama have you been to? Now go uh, ahead and Google Alabama while she finishes her exercise. Listen, <laughs> hold on. First of all, at the corner of incest and family reunion. <laughs> yeah, I don't live there. Mm. I figured that. Like at all. Number four. Um. My uh, not uh, my arms. I like my arms and my shoulders. 
Yeah. I like my arms and my shoulders too. <laughs> Let me tell you all a story. Side note. I know you're talking about body positivity, blah, blah. I got you. Check this out though. So I get a phone call today. Okay. From a number I don't recognize. Motherfucker. And I answer it. Now, I, now, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I have been awake a total of 38 seconds tops. No coffee has touched my tongue, and I haven't even lit the first cigarette, okay? And I look at my phone, and I'm like, what the hell is that? But I saw it was a Texas number. So I answered it. Hello? Hello? Fucking A. Hello? Oh, my God. Hello? Uh, can I help you? Is this a, say, uh, who's this? Uh, this is my portal. Uh, do you live at the house in the residence? I'd like to buy you the residence. And I don't to see you on the online. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. Excuse me. What, what, what are you talking about? I see it's your name. And do you know it's in the, the residence and I want to buy uh, and about that time, it clicks into me what's going on. So then I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I got you, blah, blah, blah. We have the conversation. And he goes, oh, so, you know, you know, I don't know where the property is, the, the, where the property be go. Sir, I, with all due respect, I understand nothing you were saying right now. I don't know how to help you. And I hang the phone up. And I'm sitting here going, what in the world was all this about? And at this moment, I realized that I have been set up by my own best friend mm. for failure. Mm. Okay, mm. For failure. Mm. Uh, because I didn't know that I would have to um, deal with such obstacles before I even have any coffee. And yes, I failed miserably. Absolutely failed my job. Let me tell y'all so I'm trying to move. We've talked about this a little bit. I'm trying to move. like my current landlord. Trust and believe believe anything else I ever said again. I have been an excellent fucking tenant, but my landlord is a motherfucking drunk. Okay. So uh, as we all know, sometimes we use uh, false references. Things like uh, job references or like land Okay. Little did I know. The guy that I am looking at renting this house from is a motherfucking nurse practitioner who doesn't play games. So as I put my best friend's name on um, this fucking application as a landlord, how was I supposed to know that this dude, who I cannot pronounce his name, I don't know what I thought his email address was. Apparently it is his name. Uh, just definitely not English or any kind of shit I can read. Anyway, he um, called to check reference today and down did not check out. And he told me all about it but because he's a nice practitioner and he's not fucking idiot. He used an online service. That's what he's talking about. I did not find you online because he used some, I don't know, some kind of um, verification service who owns what. Somebody's name did not come up on that shit. Well, first of all, in my own defense. And listen, here's the worst part. So so said homeowner, 
Hold on. I got it better because I haven't even told this part. About three hours later, I get another phone call from that same area. And, of course, I don't answer it because I'm already fucked up once. And I listen to my voicemail and said owner of the property is leaving me a message asking me why I'm trying to rent out her house and why I was representing myself as the owner of the house. Dead serious. You better be fucking lying. Now I'm really not going to get a fucking, oh my fucking God. On my mama, I'm not lying. The drunk called you? I'm assuming it was the the very nice, sweet lady. Please don't sue me. Uh, I was trying to raspy as shit. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was great. What do you think about all this drama, Bam? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's a whole entire fucking mess. Holy hell! Like they take rental properties like super serious there, huh? Well, what messed me up? Here's what caught me off guard. He said, are you the, he said he wanted to buy the house and it confused me. And I said, buy what house? Right? Like I was so confused. Uh, But I just, I just, so I played it off and I was like, oh, we own a bunch of houses and I don't know which is which. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to wait for my boyfriend to get here uh, so that he can check which house you're at. Oh, I did. Huh. Boys and girls, this is what you get for being dishonest. Don't fucking do it. Just tell the motherfucking truth. Just go from mother. But guess what? Hey, so here's the other thing. Something That's that like I was the first trying... things you're taught when you're growing up. Shut up. So, <laughs> not by my mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we are moving on. Um, so, neither I, I don't think you're my getting that. No, I'm not. And I'm, it's fine. That's the house. It's two hours away. And we decided we're not running from our problems. Wonderful fucking therapy session. I mean, podcast, boys and girls. Thanks, guys. I'll be serving you uh, very soon with your uh, deductible you need to pay. 20%, that is. Fuck. He's going to send you your tab. My tab. Yeah, your tab. Um. So, yeah, I, my AC went out. You remember me telling you? This wasn't on a podcast, I don't think, but... About that seven hundred and fifty dollar bill she wanted me to pay. Yeah, right. I asked, prime example. I asked her for a copy of that bill because I kind of do feel bad that the AC fucked up and they had to come out of the. Kind of been my. She said that it was seven hundred fifty dollars. I asked her for the bill. It was four hundred and sixty four dollars. I thought this bitch was trying to get the fucking dollars. What? That sounds about right. Fuck. She needed a. I got somebody else fucking calling for me. Okay. Well, and on that note, um, what we call that is assisting a friend. There's nothing illegal about that. It's also called role playing or acting or whatever else. But I just wish the next time that they wouldn't call me at the crack ass of dawn where I'm unprepared for the fucking. Who the hell calls somebody at the crack ass of dawn anyway? Now, in my defense, it was like 11.30 in the afternoon. Crack, Once again, that. the crack ass of dawn. I'm just saying, like, who, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Been trying to figure this one out all day, Listen, but I didn't want to tell you. So fucked. 
Well, because I knew we were doing a podcast tonight, and I figured if I held on to that, I'd get a very genuine response from you like I'm getting right now. And unfortunately, guys, y'all can't see her. We're on video chat as we do this, which very soon we hope to be able to bring you a video edition uh, of all of the uh, podcasts here at Keeping It Gorilla, which uh, you can find on Anchor, Spotify, Google, um, what a bunch of other shit. I don't remember right. exactly. Apple, listen. Basically anything. Basically, yeah, basically anything. So that that kind of uh, uh, stairways into another thing that I'd like to talk to both of y'all about. What's your opinion on this uh, this whole crazy COVID shit? What's your opinion on vaccination, not vaccination? And not guys, this isn't a political question. This is a you as a human, your own personal person, not what you think other people should feel, not what you want to push on anybody else. But what's your personal feeling on the culture of forced medical treatment and, and medical side of things do you think that everybody should stop being an asshole and just get it i mean where, what's your feeling i personally don't think the vaccination's any damn good honestly it's not approved it's not fda approved okay that is a fact number one number two it shouldn't be a mandatory thing for somebody to work or go to the damn grocery store or go out of their house. Well, devil's advocate here. What about the people who say it's uh, your responsibility to not be a spreader and by not getting the vaccine or wearing a mask or whatever they say that, you know, the coverage is going to be. I mean, don't you owe your fellow human um, some something? Do you owe them something? Well, I look at it like this. Okay, there's several several and i say several like a lot of people that has gotten that vaccine and they still catch covid Mm. so but they're saying if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask yet they're still requiring people that even if you're vaccinated to wear it it doesn't make any sense it counteracts itself of what they say Mm. so it says it said they say one thing and then they turn around and say the total opposite yeah there has definitely been some uh flip-flopping of what is and what isn't uh, I, I think that rightfully so. It's something that's new. Um, and yes, I'm playing devil's advocate right now because I want everybody to be open-minded on things. Uh, so do you care to say whether or not you've been vaccinated or yet or not, Bama? I am not vaccinated. I will not be vaccinated. And another thing about it is, okay, so COVID, you're supposed to wear a mask and everything, right? Well, what about HIV and AIDS? Because I don't see nobody pushing condoms to prevent STDs, which has skyrocketed. I mean, that you can kind of hold on. I want to point out something. Uh, I'm curious if anybody went and looked at the sales of condoms during the pandemic. I want to know if the sales of condoms went through the roof or the birth rate went through the roof. One of the two, because I'm just going to keep it real. Y'all is trapped up in the house with each other. And y'all had to be fucking. I've seen something about babies being common now, like super common. I can imagine in the beginning, it, and I only have to imagine because if I, I'm a COVID response nurse, so I wasn't home when everybody else was home. I was out making a ridiculous amount of money um, watching ridiculous rules change everything. Um, but I can imagine the first couple of weeks was fun. And then after that, everybody was losing their damn mind, ready to get the hell out of the house. Cause you can only have a little swap up like that and tolerate it. Well, 
I wonder if cheating went down during that time. Did physical cheating go down and internet cheating go up? Probably. Well, that's a, that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if someone come out with these studies, these statistics. You know what I mean? I wonder if someone's going to do some type of. Um, I'm sure. I'd be I mean, curious. that's good questions. I just wonder. I wonder what the stocks were on condoms because if you couldn't even get out of your house to go to the store. Could you buy protection? And if you couldn't buy protection, were you forced to have babies? And if that's the case, can we sue somebody for having babies because we couldn't make it to get condoms? To be honestly, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. You, you know what? I can see the commercial now. You were, if you or someone you know got somebody pregnant during the COVID pandemic, yes, you are entitled to compensation. Class action. They wanted to control world population, and in return, Americans were like, oh, yeah, here, hold my beer, watch this. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, wow. the entire apartment building is knocked up by Sam down the down the hall, and he's trying to figure out how to pay child support to the 27 children for the rest of his life. <laughs> Changing somebody's room or apartment every damn night. Listen, I tell everybody the time, I don't have any children in the U.S. So has any... Um... Have y'all, are y'all still, how are you still affected by what happened during the lockdown? I still buy a package of toilet paper damn near every time I go to Walmart. I have a stockpile. Oh, uh, I mean, my effect, what, me being affected is still because obviously my wife is, is a nurse and is uh, involved with covid on a daily basis not not just the oh you had one come into your office i'm talking about you know and i'm not speaking on her professional level i'm speaking for myself i want to be very clear about that but you know when when you're diagnosing 20 and 30 sometimes 40 cases of covid in a day right and in that 30 40 cases maybe even 50 cases half of them at specific hospitals half of them are are vaccinated individuals that's real life you know i was i was having an argument because unfortunately here in north carolina uh they are going to be forcing nurses uh as of right now it's a it's a vaccine mandate and it's it's definitely a big issue in my home for those of you who don't know uh i am very much an herbalistic naturalist and i've never been immunized immunized how you say it uh but even more with this specifically, um, I have a lot of issues with the morality, the moral side of this uh, vaccine. Well, and I think that it's, it, but you have to remember that mandated vaccines are not new. No. FDA approved and being vax or being mandated is that's a new concept. It's not even it's you know it's making people sick, it's killing people, and it's. Um, not FDA approved and it, you know, came out of all those regular bitches and complaints, but there's a shalu, a whole shalu of vaccinations that babies are on literally the minute they're born. They don't leave the hospital without a shot. And that's concerning to me because here's the thing. Um, Now I want to be very clear. Everybody keeps saying it's not FDA approved. Y'all are right. It is not generally FDA approved. However, it is 
emergency order of approval. And that's where people are using that as an excuse of, well, it's not FDA approved, but because it's an emergency need, we don't have to go through the 12 to 15 years of research in order to make this an FDA approved drug. It's a loophole. Fucking point in that. As if there wasn't a fucking reason for that. There's always a reason for every rule. Let me give you foster care to someone specifically sickening. Um, in foster care, foster parents are not allowed to have extension cords in their home. They can have power bars. You cannot have extension cords because the um, one, that's one of the tools that most kids use to hang themselves. And because that's another tool that parents use to beat their children. There's always right. a reason for every rule. So that however many years is necessary. We don't know what the side effects, long-term effects. We don't know what any, what any of that stuff's going to be. Well, that's true. But my, my mine goes more on a science level. And y'all know I try to hit y'all with some science shit sometimes. Uh, and sometimes it goes over people's heads and I don't mean to. But let's just be very clear. This is the only virus that when you have a test taken, that you don't see the live virus under a microscope. You have to extract the cell to look for a marker before you can have a, a definite or, or, you know, one way or the other. So, you know, you got, you know, H1N1, you know, influenza A, you got influenza B, known as flu, right? You look at a Petri dish from a sample, you're going to see the flu in there, right? Right. This is the only virus, including HIV and AIDS, hepatitis, any virus-based disorder. It's the only one that does not show the virus itself in your system. It only shows markers. It is the it is also mutated in a form and in a, and, and within speed that is unnatural to natural mutation. All mm-hmm. this leads us to believe that it had to have been made by man. For whatever reason. And at the end of the day, this is not the first time someone within our people, try mm-hmm. not to use certain words, but have used biological warfare on their own people. How do you think AIDS was made? It was made in a, in a laboratory and then it was put out into the black American communities. Right. And specifically the homosexual side, the down low side. Right. This is truth. And it was released. I believe it was the Snowden files. It may have been before that, but it was released that it was made. So if we have a country that had no problems going after a lower socioeconomical class of people, not only with AIDS and HIV. Right. But also with the crack epidemic. And I don't mean to get real deep here, but also with the crack epidemic, then what makes you think they then wouldn't go after the lower economical class individuals in nursing homes that are costing Social Security billions a year? And then when the right. virus doesn't take them out, the vaccine does. That's exactly. Thing. When the virus doesn't take them out, the vaccine does. I want to report. I want to see how much money in 2023 social security saved from 2019 and 2020 that's going to be an insane report 
because people keep talking about all these big fucking, oh, I bet it's for the Illuminati. I bet it's New World Order. I bet it's this. Call it what you want to, but it's not natural. And you tell me how I'm supposed to go take a vaccine from the same people that released the virus in the fucking first place. Yep. And if they didn't do it directly, they did it indirectly with failure to control our borders and and things coming in and out. And I don't mean people. I mean, obviously, disease and chemical warfare. And it's sad because... The whole situation is sick because even past that, I'm a nurse. I will not be vaccinated. I will fight till the end of time. Neither will my children. Um, I was very young when I had my kids. I didn't know better about vaccines. I definitely would have done them different. Not necessarily not taking them, not taking them together like we to made to believe that you don't have another choice. Um, I have a friend who I would love to get on here one day who will tell you firsthand the with telling this the doctors at the hospital that he did not want his son vaccinated. It was unbelievable. Like they actually tried to like get ugly like you have to vaccinate him so i wasn't vaccinated so i understand uh my father uh chose religious uh freedom uh something that that um i was lucky you know not to have to deal with and as a a child child i was hidden you know what i mean the first five years of my life i was hidden we've talked about that a little bit but so i didn't go to doctor's appointments and i didn't go to dentists and i didn't go to any of that because I didn't really see too much of the light. Yeah. Well, something else that's kind of strange to me is, you know, if you don't want to get your kids vaccinated, that's your personal choice, right? But on the other hand, one thing that I don't understand is there's all the ones that were against vaccinating their children before this happened Mm. are so adamant on their children getting this one. Why this one? Propaganda. Mm. Absolutely. I got sidetracked. I need to go back to tell you. I am going to take the vaccine. I have had COVID. It was horrendous. Um, mostly because I never get sick. Uh, I was I had been in 17 active COVID um, units. And then I went to a uh, what's supposed to be a negative building. And I caught it there. All through that whole time. Isn't I was having to. Huh? Isn't that interesting? It's so. Well specifically was so what they, they would have someone test negative because they didn't want to pay the bill that they would have to pay to have COVID nurses come in or agency nurses or whatever and hire extra staff. They just It's a very small facility. They weren't going to have the money to do that. So what they would do is they would have a resident test positive, send them to the hospital. They would test positive at the hospital and then they would not accept them back. Happened to three people I know and they all died because they were neglecting them. They were anyway, we're moving on. Every week for the last six months of last year, I was tested at least once a week. It has recently come to my attention that the chemical to sterilize those um, Q-tips that I had to stick up my nose twice a week, minimal twice a week, is carcinogenic. I can get fucking cancer. Right. From testing to prove that I was negative, so that I could stay working and helping these people. Well, you know, and here's here's the other thing: you're in Texas, 
my, my question goes back, you know, Texas is big. Texas is a little bit different. My, my question goes over, over to Bama. In Alabama, what was what's the common, you know, is there a lot of COVID going on? Did y'all see a lot in the first and second outbreak? Uh, the first outbreak, I mean, this is a small town, okay? So when the first outbreak happened, it was everywhere, but it was mostly in the bigger cities like Mobile, Montgomery, Huntsville, you know, shit like that. And then in the smaller towns, it really wasn't that bad. And then all of a sudden, when things kind of settled down a little bit, then you had some cases grow, but it wasn't nothing extravagant. Um, as soon as they were able to lift the mask mandates to where it was not, you know, mandatory for you to go anywhere without a mask, uh, they loosened up on it pretty quick around here. And right. the numbers dropped very fast. It wasn't like it was a long lasting. I think we had maybe a total of maybe 100 cases around here. It may have been a little more, but it was something like between one one two hundred total the entire time. Did the big cities go stupid? What is it? Did the big cities go stupid? They did. I mean, around here it was like the toilet paper thing, which was just an <laughs> aggravation in itself. But Coward. we've always stayed stocked up on toilet paper because anytime we'll go to town, we always got at least a small pack to keep stocked up so we wouldn't have to keep going to the grocery store. So Just that take really was a fucking shower, you bums. Just take a shower. Wash your ass. Um, I do not want shit stains on my rags, okay? You don't. You've never mind. One of the bad symptoms of this, and just just so we're clear, the COVID virus itself actually we're never mind, we're not going to that. Um is diarrhea. Uncontrollable. I remember one facility and it was really interesting um my perspective firsthand with these different units unit that we went to seemed to have had a different strain because they had a different set of symptoms one building i went to, I remember could nobody breathe everybody was maxed out on their office we were bringing in fans trying to help them to keep the rooms at 60 degrees because for whatever reason it's easier to breathe when it's cold um there's another building where the laundry department was absolutely pissed at us living every day because we couldn't keep sheets on the bed because these people were blowing them out in diarrhea. We had another facility where it was um, tons of nausea. We had another facility where people didn't eat for two weeks. It was, it was nuts. But every different building. Well, you know what's so interesting about this is – I, when everything was going on, I was dealing with some of my own issues and health issues and things like that, uh, which were not COVID related. But what what I noticed is that these nursing homes, one person would, right, then they would lock the nursing home down. Right. Everybody inside of it was locked inside with this one person. Right. And then let's say either they were able to contain it. But then they would keep it locked down for 90 days and somebody else would come outbreak with it because one of the nurses or staff brought it in. And next thing you know, you've got old folks who rely on their visits to stay alive. They they rely on their families to stay alive. And it was almost like it was their their will to live was being stolen. Absolutely. And I remember so, some of the things that will forever be burned in my mind. And I know I joke a lot, guys, but I'm being serious. Some of the images 
of having a grandmother or grandfather on one side of the glass and family on the other side of the glass or a 90 year old husband whose 80 year old wife is still living with, you know, the kids on the outside and they haven't been able to touch each other in a year. And they went their entire 60 year marriage, never not touching except when he went to war. You know what I mean? These are stories that play over and over and over again in all of our communities. And this is what is disheartening to me because even as we talk about, is those are the lucky ones. Right. A lot of them didn't make it to visits. A lot of them did not see them after, what was it, first week of March. They locked those nursing homes down and they didn't let any family in and family wasn't able to come to the window or what the fuck ever and they never saw them again. Those are the lucky ones. Well, my my thing with that is where, where are the... Um, you know, human rights activists when it comes to something like this. And I know it's not a fight that I can get into. It's not something that I can battle, but I do want to want to shout out. And I think that nursing home staff are often forgotten about when you talk about healthcare workers. You think about doctors' offices, dentists, you know, things like that, rehabilitation centers. But we often forget about nursing homes. And although, in my opinion, there's probably only one out of every 10 nursing homes that's worth a fuck. Right. Yes. But 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 for that one nursing home and that staff that went over and beyond, uh, those are the things I followed and I watched on the news and on blogs and things like that. You know, the kitchen staff that were all ex felons, you know what I mean? The ex drug addicts that are the CNAs now. You know what I mean? The ones, the ones that the the world or the judge said you'd never be shit is the one that took care of your grandmother when you couldn't come visit. Yeah, I, I hope somebody takes the time to uh, put a a video, a movie, a book, something together of these stories because the one thing I learned about COVID uh, and the whole lockdown is, uh, you know, who survived the best. The ones of us who were outcast our whole lives and were used to being isolated. Real talk. Those are the ones that made it without the brain fuck ups. Right. I had to spend 12 weeks. That was the longest I ever went without seeing my kids. I went, it was actually, it was like almost 13 weeks. Um, I went without seeing my kids and that destroyed the hell out of me because I mean, of course, I I worked all the time, so I did miss a lot with my kids. But being a 12, almost 13-week span of not looking them in the face was like a huge knockdown for me. Like, it was really hard for me to get through that. So I don't imagine others. I was going to say, imagine how hard that was for you. Imagine being 90 years old and knowing your days are numbered and all you want to do is hug your great-grandbaby. Exactly. You know That's I mean? where I was getting to. Yeah. Like I 12 weeks or 12, 13 weeks, you know, really sucked in my situation. That's why I'm saying like, I could only imagine other people's situations and heartbreak that they had to deal with through this. Right. And what I don't understand is why are you locking the old people up? If they get it and die, they were in a nursing home. They were going to be close to dying anyway. I mean, why would you take their little bit of life that they get, you know what I mean? In a facility and just take it away from like, I wonder how many suicides happened purposely overdosing on their medicine, starvation, whatever it might be. Like these are, am I the only person who ever thinks about weird statistics like that? Like 
I want to know how many people made that decision that loneliness was too much for them. And you can't tell me it didn't happen because I would call bullshit on that. I could imagine not in a nursing home, though. I could imagine what you're talking about, like being in someone's private home. I could. That's desperate. That is a development. What is it? Desperation and something else. Anyway, um, I could see that happening there. But in a nursing home and in a hospital, they're getting more care than they ever have. I remember the contract being. Told me about each of them had different different symptoms. The one where nobody ate for two weeks. That facility was one of the ones you're talking about. Love them. Love them. One of the like best nursing homes ever. Those little staff members had 27 residents in their whole building, and they loved them. Who the person they believe to the building? I mean, for right. They were checking on those. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) She didn't know she had it. She went to any other day. She didn't know she had. So she had no symptoms. Whatever. They found out who it was. I think it was somebody in laundry. Whatever. They fired her because she brought the virus in unknowingly. Whatever. But this same building, they were those staff members were checking on these people through the windows every day. They were calling, asking for a report all the time. Lots of nursing homes we went to. I didn't talk to anybody on the other side whatsoever. The whole time I was there. Everybody who's, who's done with their isolation time asked me if they still have any symptoms and tell me where I could take them to rejoin the population. You know, the one thing I can say is I don't know how it's affecting you and your community. I don't know how it's affecting their communities, but I want to personally say from the bottom of my soul, not my heart, none of that, bottom of my soul, thank you to the healthcare workers. Thank you for the drivers that make sure that the hospitals get their fucking medicines and their supplies. Thank you to the pilots who are flying respiratory devices across the United States. Thank you for the paramedics, the, the, you know, just everybody who was, Putting in time to save lives, um, and and that goes all the way down to the airport worker who is clearing off the tarmac because you know they got to rush something somewhere, and you know y'all see what I'm saying. I think that it's just a, a you know like a stair step of people that you know nurses get get recognized and doctors get recognized, but what about the CNA? You know, what about the housekeeper that's had to come in and clean up shit off the walls in the last rooms? You know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, the the janitor of the hospital who's overworked because his partner who worked with him died last week. COVID. You know what I mean? But he still has to be there to clean that hospital and disinfect. A lot of people don't think about that. No. You know, you may you may work in a hospital cooking food, you know. I watched this video of during during COVID, they were bringing food to these nursing homes to a door, right? And it was this big process. And the the jailers, the 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 guys in the jail, were cooking the food for them, right? And they ended up starting putting these notes into each one of the trays, you know, communicating back and forth with the old people and, and pen pals through the trays. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's uh. Stories like that are just, they're motivating. 
you know. And I'm sure that helped a lot of pe- a lot of them make it through that kind of thing. I mean, I, I like I said, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, because lonely yeah. is a universal feeling. Yeah, yeah, that puts a whole different level for loneliness. For sure. For and a lot that, of people. And then you got to even talk about, you know, the fact that, I mean, I don't have statistics in front of me. Maybe I should have done my fucking homework, but I didn't expect to get this deep either. Um, you know, you got so many families dealing with those that died either as a complication of COVID or directly from COVID. You know, the, those lives mattered. Each one of those lives mattered. Uh, and then, of course, now we're passing from the vaccine itself. And those lives matter. And I think it's important that we start being more open-minded to all ideas. You know, I'm going to give some medical advice as my personal advice. Um, you know, I suggest if you get covid Make sure you get some zinc. Make sure that your doctor has is, is prescribed you, um, oh, what the hell is the name of that stuff? Somebody help hydrochloroquine. me. Hydrochloroquine. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Tell your doctor you want to be put on hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. And, yeah, hydroxychloroquine. They'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. Tell them with that. Um, and if he unless says you're diabetic. No, yeah, unless you're diabetic. But, you know, if he or she says no, go to another fucking doctor. Someone will give it to you. And that's those. That's the only thing that I know. And I tell you this because I'm going to tell you I, I heard a story, but it is a very close story to me. Uh, there's a doctor I know, uh, and he only lost two patients, right? Two patients in the entire uh, uh, time from the first beginning outbreak all the way to where we're at our third outbreak now, right? He had hundreds of, of patients. He put them on zinc and that chloroquine. Yeah. And there was only two patients at a hospital that refused the doctor's orders. Right? Refused to administer it. And both of those died. Everybody else that took the, the mixture of the two Survived. Nobody died. Well, I think that's what we gave in the nursing homes was um, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and melatonin. Six milligrams of melatonin at night was um, to shorten the time that it took you to get over the virus, which is ironic. I wonder peculiar i wonder if it's because you were forced to get adequate rest or if it's something typical you know with the with the um melatonin itself but zinc c d and right no i mean I'm, i'm not sure which one it would be but it makes sense that that uh you know sometimes western medicine's not the way to go or or standard western medicine you know, they want you to take a, a vaccine that's not FDA approved. But if you get it, you can take two things that is FDA approved and get over it in most cases. So, I mean, I, I had Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, people. There's not a whole lot worse than Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. I also went into cardiac or uh, uh, respiratory and uh, respiratory arrest, cardiac and whatever else. 
Uh, I mean, I've had a stroke. I've made it through a few things. I'm not so sure that COVID's what's going to take me off. It might be. If it does, play this podcast at my funeral so y'all can get the last laugh. <laughs> and make sure everybody gets a taser. Whoever's the last one standing gets his shit. That's true. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some money up, probably probably a good ten thousand up there with me, and the last one standing with the taser gets to take it home. Shut the hell up. That's probably the coolest idea I've ever heard. You're welcome. It's shocking. <laughs> wow. but... Yeah. That is, that is. I mean, there you go. Can't nobody fight over it. You ain't got to do a will. Just give everybody a taser. They can pick a taser up as soon as they walk in the door and do the services and then start. You can't bring your own taser? Or you could do that. Yeah, because I want cattle prod. I want to keep a little distance. You know, I want somebody, I want my best friend to be at my funeral. And when they start, you know, people get up there and talk good about me and everything. I want my best friend to stand up and be like, she didn't even fucking like any of you. It's funny. Absolutely. It's funny. Funny you say that because I want to put um, a speaker in my casket and record some oh, shit. If I knew I was gonna die, like you know, it's like cancer <laughs> or something like that, record. But like, let me out of here. And know that certain people are gonna be there. I'm like, Tara, don't let them put that. Stop putting dirt on me, motherfuckers. I know. Oh, I also want somebody to dress in a grim reaper suit with the face and everything co- like covered where you can't see who it is and just stand by the casket. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just Listen, stand there. No, I'm knocking that motherfucker out. So you better put your first step in the <laughs> I just want you to know that that cocksucker is taking a heavy one right to the chin. I well, want I mean, somebody, somebody to I want to hire a complete stranger before I die to show up in a whole FBI tactical suit or some kind of suit. It could just be a suit, but he's definitely got to have a badge. And I want him to stand up, get in front of everybody, out of turn, uninvited, just jump up on that bitch and be like, this is the best agent I've ever had. No, that's a good idea. And then just walk. Absolutely. Her service will be missed. She was a great person. You know, blah, blah, blah. The organization she helped the uh, whatever. That would be great. That would be awesome. I bet some of the people, like, I can think of a few family members who would sit back and be like, I motherfucking knew it. I, I fucking knew it. Knew yep. it. <laughs> but just be like. Before anybody else knew shit. She knew shit. Well, you know, the, yeah. the better one that the better one than that is just have someone come in and put a medal on your chest. You know what I mean? Like a Mason medal, some like 397th step. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or see, I'm the asshole that would like hire like 20 people to show up in black robes and just walk in the middle of the church, open the back of the church up and just walk slowly up the middle aisle. Then you're talking like you're going to knock my Grim Reaper in the face and you want to hire 20 people to do that shit? Yeah, because my friends would be scared as fuck. <laughs> like, they might, listen, this is what would happen. And so, if you were there, you would be scared too. No, listen, but here's the thing. So what would happen is my bitch-ass friends that I love would end up screaming, running, trying to get away. My gangster-ass, thug-ass friends would be trying to decide whether this was the day they were going to turn their life over to Jesus or really be a gangster. And then <laughs> my, uh, my MC brothers and friends would be like, okay, someone's catching a lock, all right? that That's what's happening. You take him. They're, they're negotiating who's going to get their ass whooped first. Uh, 
But here's the thing. Right before anybody does anything, right, I need them to stop right where they're at, pull their, their, you know, their hoods off or whatever, and, like, be in clown outfits and just start running after people. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm telling you this right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm catching a case. <laughs> <laughs> I want a 21-gun salute, but I want it from people's handguns in the parking lot. I got you, oh boo. My. See, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why, why do we have so many requests for this day? Because it's, what do you mean? It's the last day. What do you? I want all the requests. Right? I, it's after the last day, though. And here's the other thing. We're not getting into religion. We're be able to see it. Never mind. I look at but, it like this. It's the last party you'll be able to throw. Right? Not even that. It's a fuck you to y'all for cooking. I'm taking your whole fucking day up. Y'all thought y'all were coming by for visitation for one hour. Hell no. Listen, here's the thing. I'm not allowed to be put in a hearse. That's my number one thing. Uh, you better put me either on a sidecar to a motorcycle or pulled on a motorcycle trailer behind it, or you're going to put me in the back of a pickup truck. That's what's happening. You're not putting me in a hearse. That's number one. Number two, don't think y'all are just heading to the fucking funeral home or to the cemetery. Hell no, fuck you. Y'all are taking a whole parade around my town. Y'all going to detour in. Y'all coming through my neighborhood. I don't give a shit. More importantly... You know, when you, you you know, carry the person over to the, the, the grave site, right. Uh, right before it's all said and done, I just want mama to get up, walk over, open up the top of the casket, pull my creative remains out and walk away. Where y'all motherfuckers realized I put 300 pounds of bricks inside a casket just so y'all had to carry that bitch around. <laughs> you saying about like a parade and stuff, and this is a true story, um, <laughs> two years ago when my uncle passed away right. his request was to be taken to the cemetery on his wagon with his mules Aww. so that's what we did and then his kids rode in the wagon okay, in his wagon at the front now legally even though he was not in the hearse the hearse had to be part of the line Right. so we put it at the front when I tell y'all we had an entire fucking trail ride it was, like, it was like maybe I think it was like five or six miles from there to the cemetery, right? So it wasn't like a long distance. We had like ten or twelve horse and wagons. We had twenty or thirty people on horseback. That didn't include the vehicles. So we had the hearse and everything in the front, and then his mule and wagons. Everybody followed him, and then we had the actual vehicles behind all the horses to keep somebody from running up on us, right? Mm-hmm. And that was his request, and they let it happen. So basically, you can do any kind of request that you have. Yes. Well, you've seen that man who was like taxidermied and like buried on his bike, right? Yeah, we did. So y'all know um, I worked in the funeral industry earlier on in my life. Uh, and we had of an individual uh, who was a founder of a large organization and uh he wanted to be standing up uh at his funeral in the corner throwing up his organization sign so there's only one way for that to happen i'll give the detail it's all you okay so we had to put a rod gotcha i figured that's where he was going with it from the base of his um, <clears throat> uh, spine, 
spine, we'll go spine, uh, all the way up the inside so that he was able to stand there. Uh, and then we ran rods throughout the body to, you know, make I was about to say, that's becoming a common occurrence for people to either be like, there was one I seen, um, it was like a documentary type thing on like strange funerals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy sitting at his drum set. Oh, I've seen that one. Have you seen the one of the, the older black ladies sitting at the cards with her? With yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. You know, they have in some places now, and especially since COVID, it's really become an industry drive through funerals. Never heard of that. It's where they put the body in front of a window and you drive in front of the window and pay window because they don't want the body to catch COVID, I guess. No, they don't want you to catch COVID from the body or the other people in the room. Right. Makes sense. Well, I was um, under the impression that a lot of people couldn't even have funerals for their loved ones through COVID. It, It wasn't allowed. Right. Okay. So, so yes and no. So they were allowed to have graveside, uh, but only up to like eight people, six people. So it was super reduced. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what I what I saw in the industry during COVID. And yes, I'm very involved in the industry as far as uh, now, even with, with friends who own funeral homes. Um, it became a cremation market. Right. Burial, burial was something that uh, wasn't really... Uh, it, the option was was a lot less and a lot less needed uh, because you didn't have to have a hoopla for people to see. And families found it a lot easier just to do a cremation than having to go through anything else. And then they could do their own get together uh, as far as a, a service. Well, so I'll give you all another story. Um, a lot of people may find this strange, but this is the way I was raised. When we have, you know, you have a wake. And then you have the funeral, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So with our family, uh, our family would dig their graves. If you like, nobody else, we would dig their graves. For the wake, we wake our people all night. So nobody goes to sleep. Everybody stays up. Everybody hangs out together. Uh, you know, it's kind of like celebrating as a family with them the last night that they're there. And uh, then the next day we do the services and everything. And then once they're lowered into the ground, we bury them. So all the funeral home has to do or whatever is lower them down. And then we take care of the rest. But the funeral homes know us so well around there because they have dealt with my family for years and years and years. So if they get called by one of my family, they already know them. And they're like, okay, yeah, all right. Just tell me what you want. That's it. They like they already know the drill. I guess that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, here's here's my opportunity to say something that's very responsible. Uh, please listen to me when I tell you this. If you have the ability, go check into uh, into life service uh, planning, uh, prepaid funeral things like that. Um, the reason is is you can pay month your funeral, right? You pick out everything yourself, uh, and then it locks in at that price. So let's say over the next 10 years, you pay $23 a month for your funeral. Okay. Just as an example, um, say you pay $10,000 for everything. That's the casket, the opening, the close, the service, everything. Well, you might die 25, 30 years later. 
well, your $10,000 funeral now costs 45000 but you get it for the 10000 you paid and your family owes no more. So it's it like locks, a pre-life thing. or, or... It, it locks in your rate, yes. And it's transferable from funeral home to funeral home with one funeral home. Anybody who has ever wanted, who has lost someone, like you've lost someone, you had to plan it last minute and try to get the money together, you know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Even if someone has a prepaid and they die before it's paid off, say they owe 3000 on it. 3000 is a lot easier to come up with than 10000 And that's just the money side. What I see families and friends, like friend, personal friends of mine, besides that they don't, they're not positive that that's what mom would have or they don't know which one mom would pick. Or they don't know which one dad would have liked. Or blah, blah, blah. But if you literally take care of everything for them, there's no there's no further winning than that. Like, it doesn't get... Yeah, there's no question. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no question. And that's that's the key, is that you don't want to leave questions for your loved ones after they figure out. Exactly. Well, it's always very hard to plan that stuff. It, it's... <laughs> For sure. Well, listen, guys, what this, I think, is going to end up being two parts. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen who are listening right now, you're finishing up the second part uh, of this two-part interview with Bama Joe. I guess that's an interview. I think we're just shooting the shit a little bit more than anything. Right. Uh, but real quick, Bama, if you don't mind, give everybody your social uh, and uh, anything you have coming up you want to mention. Here's your opportunity. So TikTok, I am Bama Joe 1991 and Bama Joe 1991 underscore. Uh, my Instagram is Bama underscore Joe 91. That's my two main ones. I'm building my Instagram account more and more. By the way, so the way TikTok is, is the lives are freaking ridiculous because I keep getting kicked off. So if y'all want to catch some awesome lives, go to IG, to Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, I agree with my, you. New OnlyFans. Uh, it's in the link in my bio, along with everything else. But my name on OnlyFans is Bama Joe nineteen ninety one. The link in my bio to that though is at the very top of the list, and it says accounting. It's not going to say OnlyFans. Right, right. So y'all make sure you go check that out. I know there's a membership price. You can uh, check out some pictures. I know that's going to be active on Thursday or Friday. So. If you want to go yes, uh, go pre-membership yourself, uh, then you're more than welcome to do that. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to throw out there? Also, uh, guys, go check out the merch that just come out. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, the bracelets and the stickers are not on the website, but we're doing those through our Instagram lives, me and Pops together, and dang she bad. So uh, go check that out. And we'll have some photos coming up on OnlyFans Thursday. Am I missing something? I think I'm missing something. You're missing a couple things. Uh, Also, she will be in North Carolina on Wednesday, Thursday, and maybe Friday. But Wednesday and Thursday for sure. We are going to be popping up at another event that is TikTok related. Uh, You might be able to find you. Uh, I think we're going to go out there and pop in and, and see everybody. No one knows we're coming, so I hope we're we're accepted. 
and then also we have a podcast coming out uh, with um, well, what's the name of it? This freaking yeah, freaking podcast. Uh, we're working on that. We're also going to do a small meetup while she's here, so we will release that information so soon. Other than I didn't that, know you were going to spill all the beans, pops. <laughs> he doesn't either. This is how it goes. <laughs> we just get in here and shit just starts rolling. Sometimes we talk about. Sometimes we talk about steel rods being driven through dead bodies. Sometimes. <laughs> Drop new plans. It's it's um, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Oh, chocolate starfishes. Yeah. Uh, Danks you bad. Let really? everybody know where they find you at. I am Danks you bad on TikTok and Instagram, and I have Snapchat. My new Snapchat is Danks you bad nine hundred three, and I don't have a whole lot of friends on there. That's a pretty. Snapchat out. Y'all better all send her penis pictures. I swear to you, everybody better send her uh, mutilated pictures. That's what it is. That's what you need. Wow. See, now usually it's midget strippers, but I guess we're changing it up now. It's New Year, New You. Mutilated. I mean, if y'all want to do midget strippers, y'all can do that too. So She's not against it. She's not, no. She's halfway for it, which is what's scary. And of course, I am Papa Rilla. You can find me on uh, keeping underscore it underscore gorilla underscore podcast on Instagram. You cannot find me on TikTok because. And uh, there's a business page on there, though. I don't control it, but y'all can go follow it. It's uh, Gorilla Nation ENT as an entertainment. Um, but like I said, if y'all are going to send hate messages, I don't even read them. So uh, someone else controls that page. And. And remember, guys, yesterday is gone and tomorrow is never promised. Make sure you take every day as an opportunity to reach out and be a difference in someone's life. I know with everything that has been going on lately in the hostility, anger, uh, just remember, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. And it is okay to every once in a while step up and say, I'm sorry. It goes a long way really does. Little things count bigger than you would think for some people. And I'm I'm not sure if y'all heard me completely, but I said, fuck TikTok. He said, fuck TikTok. Oh. I said, said, fuck TikTok. I'm going to do a freestyle <laughs> on here next time. I promise y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Can I beatbox in the background? You can do it right now. <laughs> no, I can't do that shit. <laughs> That's what happens when you put her on the spot. I'm gonna do some do oh, no. background noises. Do up, do up, do up, do up. Guys, y'all can catch us next time on our next episode of Keeping It Gorilla. Thank you very much, and y'all have a good fucking night. Bye. Bye. Bye.